We have an opportunity here to bring presence to the ceremony that is your life. And my invitation to you is to stop whatever you're doing, wherever you are, just for this one precious moment and take a deep breath. Follow the breath into your root point and land yourself right here, right now, into your present moment. And exhale. Welcome to the space where all the magic is happening and prepare yourself to receive the wild, raw expanse that is available inside the dojo that is your life. You are the empowered center point creator of every single experience that you are drawing into your field at this time. When you recognize that and really get that in your bones, you will receive yourself as the magnet for the most perfectly expansive evolutionary curriculum that is precisely crafted for you to evolve beyond what was in order to claim all that is a match to the you who is free. And that is what we are here to do inside the dojo as we explore what it means to live a life beyond the edge. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello, Dojo family. I am here today with a very special episode. And I might say that often, but in this case, it's coming from like a unique place in my soul. When I say this is a very special episode, because it's a connection that I didn't know how it would look or if it would happen, because the truth for me is that I've never in my whole life experienced what I'm experiencing with this woman here today. I'm here with Chelsea Jo Huntsman, who is the current partner of my ex-partner, Oren Harris. And Oren and I were together for almost four years. And when we ended our relationship, Oren and Chelsea met very quickly after, and their romantic connection unfolded. And so there was a lot of complexity as I, I'm sure you can all imagine in the unfoldment of her relationship with Oren in the ending of my relationship with Oren. And in the fact that he met another woman so quickly and how that impacted both of us. And it's been really profoundly healing for both Chelsea and I. And, you know, we just shared before I hit record what our intentions were for this episode. And I actually feel like it would be great, Chelsea, for you to share your intention on the show. She started sharing and I was like, wait, 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 this is, is, let's wait till we hit record because it's really profound and it's like unfolding in real time. Chelsea and Oren and I and our friend David Lyon have been in Turkey for this last week in a house together, all just having the best time. And it's been a journey to really arrive into this place. And so just to set a little context, I'd love Chelsea for you to share your intention and why for being here. Yeah, there's this really deep place inside of me that I'm already emotional thinking about just the, the invitation that we all have as women for a deep sisterhood healing and collective healing especially when it comes to love and connection and relationship dynamics and what we're used to. And I truly believe that Zahara, you and I are, and Oren, we're all birthing this new template, you know, the way that you two have transcended your relationship is so inspiring. And the way that you and I have connected is so inspiring. And I really believe that it can be that way and it gets to be that way. And so the invitation for this episode is just an illumination of what's possible when we can get out of our heads and into our hearts and choose love time and time again. Choose it time and time again. And also patience. <laughs> patience. <laughs> so it's like, this is now about let's say maybe a year and a half, a little over a year and a half after the relationship ended between Oren and I. And so it has been time. And I also entered into another relationship a few months after Chelsea and Oren met. And so I had my own year long deep 
relationship as well. So there was a lot of life support, I want to say, that helped Oren and I both between his new relationship with Chelsea and my prior partner. Those relationships really helped us fully release what was. And so I want to name as we start to go into like, how did this happen? And like, how did we arrive in this place? A year and a half in some senses sounds, it could sound like it was actually not that long ago, right? But it actually feels like it's been lifetimes since Oren and I been together. And I think there was a true death of the romantic connection. There was many, many months where Orin and I weren't in communication at all, but there was a deep pillar that we both held of the vision that we are family and that we would find the alignment in the timeline where our relationship transcended the form that it was in its romantic context and arrived into whatever was true. But that's something you can't control, you know, like all the relationship we had was a romantic connection for four years. So on the other side of that death becomes the truth and the truth of our love in my case with Oren is now a familial family. Like we feel like family connection and it didn't happen in an instant. And it did happen relatively quickly, I would say, after a year and a half actually feels kind of fast, but I think that is relative to how completely and thoroughly we allowed what was to fully expire so that what is could reform itself from a very clear and clean slate. So that's something just I want to name and that was a part of our process. It's important. Yeah. It's the nuances and the subtleties and the layers of this that make it unique in a sense. And it does speak to who you two were, even in the ending of that relationship. And I've heard you both say so many times, we laid it all out on the table. You know, you really gave everything that you had. And that was why it was so powerful and clear to walk away. And I think that's not always the case. And that's why things can get sticky and complicated. And there's, you know, unsaid emotions and energetics where then in the future, these types of dynamics can't always exist. Yes. Oh, I just so let this be, Yeah. Let this be the inspiration for, you know, anyone that might be moving through a transition or just move through a transition or in the future, if they do also know that who you get to be through that. I know you had an episode with him that was really popular And I think if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it because this episode will make so much more sense. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. There's an episode where I interviewed Oren earlier in the series. So you can go back and listen to that one as well. And, you know, this is the texture of leaving it all out on the field feels really important here, which Chelsea's naming. And I just facilitated the live liberation dojo at their retreat. And that was such a theme as well of like, don't leave here without the sensation in your body of I've really left it all out on the field, because whether it's a relationship an immersive transformational experience that you go to a job or way that you're serving anything that you're doing, if you leave it with the sensation that like, I actually didn't give it everything I had. It's very difficult to feel complete with it, to really feel like, okay, that feels complete. You know what I mean? So I, with Oren, and I do have some contrast here, we gave the relationship everything that we had. So by the time it ended, it was very clear for both of us that the romantic dynamic was complete. Mm -hmm. Now that allowed, it didn't make it easy. It didn't mean that there wasn't grief. It didn't mean there wasn't sadness or resistance. It just meant that it was clear. So we could actually allow for the full completion to happen. Now in my more recent relationship dynamic that completed, it didn't feel quite so much like it was left. Everything was left out on the field. And I really am, I'm naming that to say that there's a difference in the texture of it's makes it a little bit more challenging to feel the full completion when the sensation of, Oh, like there's something undone or there was something unfinished or it came out of left field. Right. So if you're moving through a relationship transition right now, I think whatever you can do between 
you and your partner, if it's available or between you and you to feel like within yourself, you've given it everything you have. So I'm working on that within myself of like, what do I need so that I know that I've left it all out on the field with this most recent relationship transition so that I can feel the full sense of completion. What does leaving it all out on the field look like for you? Is it right? If you're current or prior partner, isn't meeting you in that way? Is it like writing a letter? Is it doing a gestalt practice where you can express, you know, upset or anger or something that has gone incomplete? Is it, you know, a practice where you pray into a candle and you're praying for both for your highest and for their highest too? Like you can take full empowered ownership for yourself of what does the sensation, what do I need to generate the sensation of leaving it all out on the field so that I can allow for the full completion to occur? Because when the full completion occurs, then life opens up with a clean slate for the evolution of the energy that brought y'all together in the first place to evolve into something new with no attachment to what was when it's incomplete there's still little tendrils of like well what if this or what about that but it's actually the dissolution of those tendrils that allows for the new iteration the energy of love that brought you together it needs to go through a disintegration and then a reintegration or resurrection or reformation into something new, but you can't be holding on to the old thing in order for the new thing to evolve organically. And and we can't control what that looks like. In some cases that love served its purpose in that form for as long as it did. And then after the release, there may be, oh, the truth on the other side of the death is There's not much more juice here to reconnect or engage, but at least in that frame, there's not a sense of like, oh, there's something left that is undone, you know? So this is just kind of mechanics to name as Chelsea and I are kind of laying out the foundation of what occurred that allowed us to arrive into this moment. So I've shared a little bit about, you know, Oren and I, and in our episode, we go really deeply into it. And now Chelsea, I'd love to hear kind of from your perspective, I'd love to run kind of two parallel timelines. So from, from my perspective, I went through this ending of a four-year relationship, Oren and I went to different countries. He met you. I was in, we had just ended the relationship and in this, you know, grieving process and also feeling like it's the truth. And so on your end, now let's shift into your timeline. What was your history leading into Oren? And then how was it, how did it occur to you in, in meeting him? Yeah, you know, I've shared this with you and, and it's it's so unique because before I met Oren, I had just gotten through my own breakup and transition. Uh-huh. And I can say that in a similar sense, we really did everything. You know, we we did everything we could to to offer it all up really, really probably, probably stayed in the relationship a little too long, actually. And that can be the case as well. And so as soon as we separated and and just took some space, he met somebody really quickly, really fast. And it was something that I wanted because I knew that it would be a catalyst for us to actually end our relationship when neither of us were strong enough or brave enough to. And it was so fucking painful. It was probably one of the most intensely painful experiences that I've been through in my life. It just stirred everything up for me. You think you want something and then it happens and it's a lot. And so it was really hard. And he decided to go straight into that relationship. And I decided to become celibate and really be on my own for several months and just really do my own work with healing the masculine and seeing all these parts, you know, all the places where my trauma was unfolding and and continuing to repeat in previous relationships. So that was wild. And then when I met Oren, when we first met, we weren't, it wasn't like this, oh my gosh, this is my person. You know, we, we met in Tulum and I would say there was an intrigue. And then he ended up coming to Hawaii where I used to live and there was more of a romantic connection that unfolded there. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I found out that he was going through a transition, you know, I was almost immediately repelled by that feeling or thought. And I just felt like, Oh, I don't want to connect with somebody who just 
went through a breakup. I know how long it's taken for me to move through my own grief. But when I fell into his field energetically, he did feel clear. As, as we know how Orin is, he doesn't hold things. You know, he he moves through things really powerfully. And I learned that later, but it was very unique to me that I could tell he had just gone through this and I couldn't feel layers in him. I couldn't feel like he was rebounding or, you know, just what I would normally feel in the sense of reaching for something that wasn't true. I could feel the truth in his heart that this was a real connection. And so it was, yeah, it was a lot of things. And and we connected over the transparency of both moving through the transition because I was still in a little bit of grief over my previous relationship. And he was really honest with me about you and, and your conversations. And, you know, to this day, I have so much respect for him because every word that came out of his mouth about you was so loving and tender and sweet and respectful. And I think that's one of the reasons why I loved him so quickly because of the way that he held you in the ending of a relationship. I'd never experienced that from a man before ever. I believe it. And I, you know, I held him as well in the highest and there is a true love there. And and there was a feeling of just this mutual completion. And it really, it's like, there's the humanity of it all. And then there's evolutionary context of it all. And when I expand into the evolutionary context of it all relative to my own personal curriculum in this lifetime. It makes sense to me that he met someone fast and first because I'm relating to myself as not a victim, but an empowered creator. And so it was like perfectly designed to ping where my sensitivities lived. Right. So like I chose to end the relationship. And when I did that, it felt like we were at the edge of the truth. It was fully complete. And I remember when he went to Hawaii, it was, that was the next thing he did after we ended the relationship pretty much. So he had, we had just completed, but the truth is we were completing for Mm -hmm. months. You know what I mean? Like I said, the leave it all out on the field energy is we were in process trying to work things out, but it just wasn't working for months. And we had just taken a month apart where I was in Costa Rica and he was in Tulum as a part of that process. You know, it was very, we had never done that in our relationship, like to take, you know, go to different countries and take a month in different countries. That was a part of our completion process. And I think on a deep level, we both knew that. And so then when the relationship officially ended, it was like, the completion energy had already been quite, had quite a momentum. So then when he met you so quickly, it was, it was like perfectly designed to ping in me, my own sister wounding and my own wounding around the other woman and whatever that means and what that would bring up for me. So my very first partner, when I was from 16 to 19, the first man I ever fell in love with he cheated on me multiple times and like lied multiple times. And it was just really painful. I kept getting back together with him and he kept pursuing me and then lying to me. And it was this really deep experience of wounding and damaging my trust in the masculine, specifically connected to other women. And so what occurred there was it started to ping in me this like, wounded place of insecurity that was wanting to heal that would make it mean anything about me that Oren met another woman as fast as he did. And so I had some healing to do around that, around my own personal process. And from a expanded perspective, I can see how it was perfectly designed to bring that up for me. From a human perspective, ouch, you know what I mean? That was really really painful. It made it more painful faster, but it also moved things along more quickly because any part of me that would still hold on to a layer of like, maybe the breakup will catalyze some sort of evolution in both of us that would allow for us to come back together in a new form that actually those tendrils of hope that I think it's very common after a breakup, that there's a phase where there's still kind of a holding on of, well, maybe we will get back together. Right. And so 
So what happened is that him needing you, like it made it harder, faster, but it allowed for the, like the actual death of holding on to hope to happen faster too. So I was able to move through my grieving process. I didn't resist that I was grieving. I just gave myself fully to the grief and had to go into it because it was real. It was like real. Like he is with someone else. There is no going back. This is complete. And like, whoa, like rip me wide open. Mm -hmm. So it was very, very intense. So there's, I'm bouncing between, and I think this is important for anyone going through a significant breakup or dealing with your own pain points around the other woman or around a partner meeting someone else. And we had a really beautiful moment in the liberation dojo where all three of us were like holding hands in the center and everyone in the space got to relate to one of our angles, which is like, you know, have you gotten out of a relationship that was really deep and then met somebody really quickly while you still also love and care for your recent partner? That's the position Oren was in. Have you met someone new where the connection is real, but they're just getting out of a relationship and it's still this like real potent connection that's you. Like, how do you navigate that when you had your own connection to your pain of experiencing your prior partner with another woman? And I would like to hear a little bit more about what that was like for you. And then my position, which is like a relationship ending, and then your recent partner meeting someone else so quickly. These are all triangulations of common human experiences going through breakups. And it's like, they're all really challenging and also beautiful in their own way. And I hope that for those of you listening, you can relate to any one of them and and in a way that serves your growth and serves your healing. When you connect to it from both the humanity of like, wow, like I really feel the, the challenge and the beauty in that. And also the evolutionary perspective, like zoom out and see like, why is this happening for you? That was a growth edge that was perfectly designed for all of us. Oren had to grow through that to navigate that between you and me and how to hold both of our hearts in that. You had to grow through that. And I had to grow through that. So I'm sharing about my growing through that, which was, wow, the design of this is bringing up the wounding from my original you know, romantic wound and that I get to work with that now through this process and work through the grief through this process. And I really learned how to surrender to the higher intelligence of life. And as a part of that slipstream, the trust I built went beyond the trust that you need, went beyond the trust that you develop with a human man, right? Mm-hmm. So it was the trust originated with my first boyfriend man, right? Like it was this wounding of trust. I could never trust him. Then it circled back around to Oren, who's this man that I really rebuilt my trust muscle with. And now our relationship was over on a clear, even level. There was no betrayal. He didn't betray my trust. And yet still it brought up the wound, the wound that was connected to that original you know, point. And so what happened is that my trust for Oren actually never wavered. I didn't miss it. There was nothing that was wrong happening. But when I expanded into the perspective, I realized this is about a healing of my trust in life with the big masculine energetic, with the container of life that I can trust life. And what occurred in the release of Oren, who was my masculine container, right? That I could like trust and feel safe. It was like, wow, that dissolved. And then I developed this trust with life force where life showed up for me in the form of new relationships and friendships and my next romantic partner who I met about three months later. And it was basically like the day I felt like I moved through the eye of the needle and had done the bulk of the work I needed to life showed up in the form of him. And then I got to experience my own deep year long relationship that was very healing and expansive and in many ways. And so that also helped the relationship fully release. So my learning there it relative to you and Oren meeting so fast was connected to trusting life and liberating that from the idea that that trust 
had to come through Orin or any other man, right? There's a transcendent quality to my trust now, which I'm so valuing. And so I'm curious for you, what was your learning during that time? What was the matrix of learning like for you? Mm. It's wild because right before, I think it was literally the weekend before Orin and I I would say, you know, watched our first sunset together, like really connected on that level. I was in a deep, deep grief portal of my own previous relationship. And I hadn't been grieving. It'd been a couple of months and it, another layer came up out of nowhere. You know, I had found something out about them. And I think in my head, I thought they won't make it, you know, and they had been deepening in their relationship. And, and so it brought up all this stuff for me. And I was moving out of our old house together that same weekend as well. And so I was just crying and purging and crying. I mean, crying like I had never cried before. So I was in this really, really deep, deep grief and men were not on my mind having, you know, connecting with a man was nowhere in my field. I wasn't interested. I actually remember going to a dance and Orin was there and I could feel him wanting to connect. And I was like dancing all around and really avoiding him because I could feel what was happening. And I just had been, yeah, my, my heart was broken open as you know, that feeling of crying and grief and, and grieving same thing, like the perfect design of what happened that helped me come into the healing of my own trauma and my own wounds, but still just being in the fucking pain of it and, and being human and letting myself feel, understanding the gift while also really letting myself heal in the process. And so when Orin and I started connecting and the grief was all out on the table and he loved me through that, that was beautiful. He didn't need me to be any other way than just in my tears. You know, the first I shared with you yesterday, the, the first time we ever kissed, I had been crying all the way over to his, his house and like really clearing another layer of grief. And he just loved me in that moment. And that's when I realized what a special man he was. And he was fully clear with me about what was moving with you. And when I realized that it was so fresh as in you had just transitioned because I wasn't aware of the timeline. I knew it was fresh, but I didn't realize how fresh. And, you know, I could feel as he and I were getting deeper, you were so clear in the field. And we've shared this where when we've connected and we've opened our hearts to a man and we've really deepened with them, when another woman comes in, you can feel it viscerally, energetically, emotionally in the dream time. And so as I was deepening with him, I could feel you and you, you know, I shared with you that you came to me in a dream. The first time we ever spent the night together, you were literally standing at the foot of the bed and I got up and I came and I gave you a hug. And I was like, I know how much this hurts and I, I love you. And I can't wait to actually hold you in person one day. And I could just, you know, it, it brings me to chills and, and it's brought me to tears so many times because I can feel this connection that we had of a healing that was happening that I didn't fully understand. And I knew how much pain you were in because I had just been in that level of pain and I didn't want to be the woman that was causing that type of pain to another woman. And I also could feel the truth and the resonance of the love that was happening. And so it was really it was like this beautiful duality of falling in love and also really wanting to hold your heart while not even knowing you or, or having a connection with you. And, you know, a lot of us were telling Oren he needed to be more sensitive and just tender. And he was, he was like, you will know, like he knew himself so deeply in that he was clear in it. And we were yeah, we were, we were just in the emotion of it. And so there was, yeah, there were some really tender moments. You know, I've, I'd written you letters. I could feel your, your pain in the field with me. And so it was this really beautiful experience of, of loving him and also simultaneously wanting to love you and really looking forward to the day that we could connect and knowing that that would take space, a lot of space. I appreciate that so much. And in your share, you know, a lot of what I'm, I'm feeling is this 
tendency that I want to name, and I, I'm, I'm making an assumption that this might be common for a lot of women who find themselves in the position I was in is to project on the other woman, right? Like that you didn't, you know, care about my heart and that the other woman is like, you know, damaging the relationship with your ex-partner or that she's taking from you, or there's all of these projections that come because I didn't know you, we had never connected before that. So all I had was like seeing images of you guys on social media, you know? And so it's really powerful for me to hear the way that you were holding it and the way that you were holding the pole of sensitivity that perhaps Oren wasn't tuned into. And I think that's really important to name and really honor you that it's like, it's actually, you were holding a lot of the care and the sensitivity and, you know, he was loving me in all the ways and also had some blind spots in terms of how quickly things were happening and the attunement there. And so it was very easy for me to feel just hurt by how quickly it was all happening and how visible the relationship was so fast where I was just like, I was seeing it so fast through social media and that was really hard. And so I did feel a lack of sensitivity there for a period of time, which again, this is where we wave between the humanity and the evolutionary perspective where it like forced me to keep surrendering deeper and deeper and letting go of any tendrils of attachment to what was, which actually, again, made my process harder, faster, but it moved faster, faster, because I was actually able to get over it and move over the biggest humps of it because there was actually a new connection in it in the relationship as it was, was not going to go back into or forward into a new form. So in some sense, it was like helpful because it was like life being like, let go, let go, yeah. <laughs> let go, like actually let go. And so I did. And it is a sister healing. It's like a shredding of projection because it's easy to misperceive the dynamic between an ex-partner and a new partner when you actually don't know the heart of the other woman. This is about the heart of the other woman. And the now a year and a half later, we are getting to know each other's hearts. And it's been so easy and obvious because of course, like if we're both, uh, our point of attraction initially was the same to seeing the same man, it's like, there's a a likelihood that we're going to have a high resonance with each other. Healing a lot of these layers, which are happening in real time. Like y'all are listening to us reveal like, wow, like during that phase where I was just like, wow, this is so painful. Like, Chelsea was actually over there, like, let's, you know, be sensitive. And that came from your own experience with your prior partner of how you felt when he met someone else so fast. And like, it's this links in a chain experience. And now here you are finding yourself on the other side of it, which again, there's no resistance to what happened because it gave me the opportunity to grow in all the ways that I did. And now it's like, I get to love you and your heart and the parts of it that were actually hard for you too. And the parts of it that were hard for you to navigate as well. Yeah, it was a really wildly interesting time. I remember just knowing how it feels to be on all sides of that triangle and wanting to be sensitive to everybody, you know, wanting to be sensitive to you and to him and to us. And and I I think after that particular time period, I remember we went more low-key on social media. We didn't share much for a few months until you got in your relationship. And then we were like, okay, it's time. We can all share. And it felt good, you know, and it was actually really powerful for us because it was like, this, this gets to be for us now. And I remember having that same conversation with my previous partner. And I said, can you please not share anything publicly right away? Because that's just too much for my heart. And so I knew the same thing was happening for you. You know, you're trying to go through your own grief process and then it's being shoved in your face. (laughs) You're like, this is too much. And it's so tricky, you know, because there's also like, 
I got to a point where I just decided I'm just not going to look anymore, which I think is a process as well. That's fairly common where it's like, oh, you like have that, like a little bit of an addiction to like, when your heart's broken, you like want to look. And then it's like, you're kind of looking for relief, but then you look and it's just like, makes it worse. It's just like, kind of, I set a boundary with myself as well, where I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm not looking anymore. I'm fully complete. And I think that was around the time you guys also, you know, chose to kind of keep it low key for a while. And there was a lot of healing that occurred during that time, you know, and it's also at the same time, there's also like the honoring of freedom where, you know, I can also see where for myself, like the relationship was over the way it ended was clean. Like you guys met quickly, but it was also occurred in the way that it needed to, you know, there was no like deceit or lying, like nothing was happening behind anyone's back. So it really is a choice of like, there's not like, um, actually anything wrong or bad. It's just a choiceful, like, how do I feel like what feels supportive to all hearts during this time? And that does include y'all's hearts. Like as your relationships unfolding, like it's not cookie cutter, black or white, like it's bad or good that there was sharing happening or not happening. It's like, it's really a learning. All of us as humans, just kind of learning how to, for you guys to both honor and just be in the excitement of uncontrolled expression of the love that was actually happening while also harmonizing with there's a heartbreak also happening. And like, it's a sensitive thing to like, not put too much controls on one side to try to pacify the other, because the truth is heartbreak pacifying. It doesn't make it better. Yeah. It just numbs it for a period of time. So the truth is whether I saw stuff on social media or not, like, yeah, it hurt for a time. And then you guys kind of tamped it down and that, you know, I also stopped looking and it created time for like healing to happen. But either way, that healing was going to need to happen. Either way, the catalyst of you guys meeting was going to serve the release of our relationship and the, the beauty and the growth of yours. And then the opportunity for me to meet my most recent partner and the beauty that unfolded in our relationship. And so as we moved into that next chapter, which I met my recent partner, and then you and Oren were deepening. And so we had a period of time there where Oren and I started to talk, like it was after the few months of like really deep grief. We had a lot of space during that time. And that felt really important. And it was during that time, I think that you had the dream and you wanted to reach out to me and I didn't, I was going through my own process. I don't think I would have been ready yet. And then once I met my previous partner, Oren and I started to talk a little bit more. So that started to kind of like build the bridge in. And I think then there started to be just a curiosity around like, okay, what is the new dynamic? What is the new dynamic? You know? And so how was that on your end when, you know, when my most recent partner and I met and you guys are deepening in your relationship, did there sustain a desire for you to meet me or did you feel it shift in the field? How was that for you? Oh, I've always wanted to connect with you. Yeah. There was always, because of the way that Oren loved you and held you, in such high regard, I always knew that I would love you. And I almost loved you before I met you in that sense. And so I always wanted to connect with you. And yeah, there were periods where I would go to write you and then I would stop myself because I could feel that, you know, I think when we want to have those kinds of conversations, it's important to feel into who is this really serving? Like, is this serving me or is this going to serve her? Is that, is, could this cause her more pain right now? And so I really had to reel myself back from needing to feel better about what was happening and really tune into your heart as well. And so there was the entire time, you know, I think there was about a year where uh, close to a year from when you both transitioned that I really looked forward to connecting with you, like truly almost fantasized about it. I was so excited <laughs> that we would hug and connect and And I could just feel what that would, almost like the healing that that would bring for both of us in a lot of ways. Because, you know, if I'm being honest, I would have loved to have a relationship with my previous partner and his new partner, but that wasn't ever offered or available or something that was just in the field. And so I could feel that 
for us, there was a connection that was available and it could come. And I felt that too, because of the dream that I had. And because of this, I would almost say a soul knowing that was between us of what was taking place. And so, you know, it's interesting. There's been so many moments where I know you and Oren have connected and I'll never forget. I think the first time you guys hung out again, I was at my parents' house in Utah and I was like, yeah, Oren's hanging out with his ex. And I could just tell their reaction. You know, I could just feel, they didn't say anything, but I could feel them feeling like, and you're okay with that. And Mm -hmm. I, I was so honest. I was so clear. And yes, I really celebrate this connection and I want that for them. I want them to continue to be friends and to deepen. And then we FaceTimed and it was just, it was a beautiful moment, you know, and they, and my family got to see that they, they were there as we FaceTimed and I could just feel the shift that was happening in the field because my mom's not friends with or talking to her new partner's ex and has probably never been right. And so there's this interesting dynamic that's taking place that I think is mind blowing to some people. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That moment was so significant. It was during a time that my prior partner was away for a few months at a meditation training and Oren happened to be in Los Angeles during a time that you were visiting family. So it just happened that the first time we would see each other since our breakup over a year earlier would be just the two of us when we were both in new partnerships. And that was really significant for me. That was a significant moment because when Oren came over it gave me the opportunity to feel in the physical because we had, we broke up, I was in Costa Rica and he was in Tulum. So we had not seen each other in the physical since we broke up and it had been a year. So this was our first time physically seeing each other since our breakup, which was really important reference point for our bodies to get. And it was really profound because when I saw him and we, we felt each other again, all we could feel was love and family. There was no tendril in me of like, this is off. We should really be together. Questioning the decision. There was nothing. It was just like, oh my God, love. And we ended up talking so much about you and and my partner at the time and the relationships we were currently in and all the things we were excited about. And I got to feel inside of me, this really pure happiness and joy for him around the relationship with you and your lives together and all that you were visioning together. And it was like, I've never felt that before with an ex-partner where we have a friendship we're still family. The love is still so strong. I still trust them. I feel him championing me. I feel me championing him. And then now I feel like, oh, wow. And I'm so excited to meet her. Like that was the time it occurred to me where I was like, wow, I've worked through whatever layers I needed to work through all the projections and the misperceptions and those layers where I got to FaceTime with you. And that's when you almost came to tears and shared with me about the dream. And that was my first time really like everything shattering, like the other woman paradigm shattered where I was just like, wow, her entire experience of that time when y'all were first connecting and we had just broken up was absolutely nothing like what I imagined it might've been like for you. I didn't imagine it was like the extremes of it, but I didn't imagine that you were like holding my heart with the levels of sensitivity that you were. And it was really healing for me to learn and to know your history and that you had experienced your partner meeting someone so fast and all the sensitivities that came up for you. And it's like, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that you and Orin met and that you didn't hold back and that he didn't hold back and that you guys gave the love, the full expression that it needed. Because the truth is, if it were reversed and I met my life partner, 
quickly after the breakup, I would have handled it very similarly. I would have allowed the love to organically expand and grow and also would have had to feel through all the layers of holding the heart of my recent partner. And what does that look like? And, you know, it's a lot of dynamics to navigate. And I just really honor and respect the way that you were actually holding it. And so, you know, I just, I hold the prayer for anyone going through something similar that, you know, we look at what our own projections are and that we also like hold the possibility, right? That the whole, that actually what we think is occurring may not be occurring through the lens. Like what lens are we looking through in the moment? Are we looking through heartbreak lens? Are we looking through grief lens? Like what lens are we looking through? And all of that is valid. Like I needed my time. I needed my process. And it was exactly the time where I was on the other side of it and in a new relationship and Oren and I got to feel each other in the physical and really like get the reference point that like it's, Oh my God, like this was exactly what needed to happen. All there is is love and then meet you and I meet. And it's just like, wow, thank you. Actually like, wow, thank you for the way you showed up. Thank you for your sensitivity. Thank you for the love that you brought in the way that you held my heart. And you know, it takes a lot as well. When I flip the frame, you know, as being like the new woman in the field, you weren't experiencing like, you didn't hold on to control with Oren. You didn't, you were like, you were holding the pole of openness and holding the pole of him to have a relationship with me when the time came, you know, that's also something I really want to honor and honor the work you've done within yourself to really hold the pole of the highest relationship for Oren, for me, for you, for all of us. And I think that's something that we can all learn from. And it takes a lot of space and a lot of capacity to trust that big, right? Like you're trusting your love with, oh, so deeply that, you know, you want the highest form of relationship between him and me. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that our, we left it all out on the field. The relationship was really complete. There really, what you were feeling in Oren that it was clear was it was clear. There was no, there, there's nothing to be threatened by. The relationship was actually over. And so like that occurring, that clarity in you, you were actually holding a pole of the highest outcome. And I honor that deeply. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, as, as we've shared, you Oren invited you to come to Turkey. And then the conversation went from come to our experience to come facilitate. And then we'll spend a week together after. And it was so interesting, Zahara, because I could feel myself and I could feel the parts of myself that wanted to make a story about it or make it a big deal or make it mean something. I could just feel my mind being like, you should be triggered or this should bother you right now. And it was so beautiful because I could just feel the truth in it, which was, no, this is truly the highest pathway. And even when you did come and I could feel myself just, you know, meeting little bits of edges, I would say for me that that was an edge to invite my partner's previous partner to come facilitate in our experience. And it was the best and it was so easy and it was so good. And it was so, it was like, this was again, perfectly designed all the way from the beginning, right? All the way from when this all started to then that moment where I could feel the full circle of, and now here we are and the healing that's happening isn't just taking place for us, but for the collective of this room right now. And, and it was, it was so easy. So I can you know, again, with the projections, our minds can take us so many places, but the truth was that there was such a clarity in my heart that I knew that I would love you. And I knew that we would be friends. And I am actually surprised by how much I love you in the sense of, you know, how sometimes you connect with a previous ex maybe, or just, and it's like, hi, almost a faking or a forcing of I'll be nice. I don't feel that way. I genuinely fucking love you. I would hang out with you, spend time with you, whether Oren was around or not. (laughs) And that's what, what excites me about it. You know, it's not for him. I'm not being nice to you so that I can do something to please him. I really deeply 
have a soul resonance with who you are as a human being. And so I'm just, this is like, yeah. (laughs) What you're naming here, I think it's relevant enough to kind of rewind and look at. So just to kind of create some context for everyone, the moment where Oren and I saw each other for the first time and we FaceTime Chelsea was about, you know, like March of this year. So it was seven or eight months ago. And Oren and I connected and we felt this truth of our familial, like, oh, our love has transformed into just family. And then Chelsea and I FaceTimed on that moment and we all got to connect. And and that was the first time we all felt each other. So that was a really important reference point for me because I, I didn't know when Oren and I would see each other again, but I just know that felt really good to know where we were at. Yeah. Fast forward. I was in another relationship at the time with my prior partner. And since then he and I have separated. And Mm -hmm. so it's been now about four months since he and I separated. So I'm single now and Oren found out that I was going to be in Spain, which is near where he and Chelsea are doing the exquisite experience. So it turned out that he invited me to come and experience the incredible magic that the two of them are creating together. And through that, all three of us got on a zoom and it just life organized it that we'd be in the same part of the world. I felt a yes in my body. And we felt the spark for me to come and facilitate the liberation dojo at their experience. All of us the whole time are kind of like, how is this even happening? Okay. guess we're (laughs) And it was really important because my yes in March part came from the perfect order of things that I had already seen Oren however many months earlier. And I felt like, oh, it felt great when it was just the two of us. Like this feels really clean. Like it doesn't feel sticky. It feels clean, but it also feels exciting. Like none of us have ever had this experience before. So then I fly to Turkey and I'm there to facilitate the liberation dojo and spend time with Oren and Chelsea. And so then that's the context inside of which Chelsea's describing her edges coming up. Right. So we're looking at for every part of the dynamic here, the edges coming up. So you held the pole of our relationship when it was the most sticky and wavy in the very beginning, right? Like when my heart was like, oh, just getting through it. And then it shifts and it's almost like my energy then showed up at exquisite, like not the other woman, but in a way, like now you've been in deep relationship with Oren for a year and a half. And now I'm his ex-partner coming and we're going to meet in the physical for the first time. So this is like totally important. I feel like for, you know, women that are in relationship with men who want to have a relationship with their ex-partners and how within yourself, are you orienting around? And this is like you said, it it was easy overall because of how clean we've been with all of it, right? We've been so clean every step of the way. So can you go a little bit deeper into the dynamic of how those edges occurred to you to support women that are listening that are in relationship and have partners with exes that they're either really close with or want to be really close with, and they want to move through their own edges to support their man to have that relationship? What would you say to them? Hmm. You know, (laughs) this is such a unique conversation for so many reasons, because I've, I've had this conversation with a girlfriend, literally, who was having the fear of, you know, my partner wants to connect with his ex, and I'm just feeling all the things about it. And it was around that same time that I had wanted to connect with my ex and his previous partner and ran into them. And I could just feel the, the, like, there was no invitation for a friendship and I was really wanting that from them. And so to feel both sides of it. And I think the most important thing here for anyone that's listening is not to make yourself wrong in any situation, right? Not to make yourself wrong for wanting it or not wanting it for leaning into it or not leaning into it, but really feeling because that there are nuances to this that are very important, which is that Zahara and Oren were very fucking clean about the whole thing. And if there's stickiness and things that need to be moved through, sometimes that can take time like a year. But I would say for the women that are just in their heads about what does that mean, you know, because it can mean a lot of things. We can have stories about well, what if there's still connection there or love there or like something undone there? I personally could feel that that wasn't true for you too, you know, and I felt into your field and I, 
I really appreciated this. I didn't feel a charge with you. There's other women that have come into Oren's field and I felt a charge with because I can tell that there's an attraction, but I could feel the family energy there. And so I think that, you know, the invitation is to really let go of your own mind and, and, and come into the edge of, but what's true? Am I leaning into a story or am I leaning into truth here? Because the truth will always illuminate everything. It will illuminate everything. And if the invitation is to lean in and, and really lean into the love that's present, that can invite more of a family experience, that's beautiful. And it can be very healing for, I think this has been very healing for you and Oren, you know, to have for you both too. It's like, I feel excited for the healing that it's brought for us, but I also feel the, just the dynamic of the healing that's happening for both of you. And so if we truly genuinely care about our partner or who we're with, can we see that that could be very beneficial and healing for them and, and love them so much that we can offer that and let go of any illusion or story or projection, you know, be honest because you can feel what's true and you can feel what's coming from the mind. And like I said, there were subtle layers of me feeling like I should care more about this, or I should, I should be bothered by this, but I could feel that that wasn't mine. It was like in the collective stickiness. It was, it was a sister wound. It was the, we don't do this. Wait, we're not friends with our partner's exes. We don't go on vacations together. That's, that's weird. What? This is so, what's happening here? We're supposed to just separate. And, you know, I can feel just the, yeah, the collective story that's truly being dissolved right now, because if we're, you know, when we're really coming into union with our partners, we're not just coming into union with us, we're coming into union with their own desires and truth. And so that's me coming into union with you and with what's the truest for the field as a whole. And that's all that I want. But at the end of the day, it was easy. So I feel really grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's an important point, you know, like that you're desiring what's best for Oren and also how naming, like how thorough and clean we were with the dissolution, right? Like there was months we didn't communicate at all. I was in a whole other relationship. He's in a whole other relationship. We fully released the dynamic. We came together again in person. It was super clear that the romantic energy was complete. And then we said yes to the Turkey thing, right? So we like really took it one step at a time and felt all the way through. And when your edges came up in Turkey, you came right to me and shared shared with me. (laughs) exactly what was going on, like within minutes. And so I'm saying like, that is the highest order in healing the sister wound. If your current partner has an ex where it's as clean, it's truly clean. And you, like Chelsea's saying, you feel into the truth of it. And that dynamic, the old dynamic is complete. This woman is holding you in the highest regard and full respect and just has a familial love and friendship. And that's something you want to support. Like, yes. And Trust yourself. If there is something that's still murky there, or there is something that feels incomplete, there's a reason that your system is saying like, you know, I don't feel completely safe with this. And it's good to sit with, is this just my wounding? Is this collective feminine wounding? Is this my insecurity or fear that's saying, I don't want my partner to bring this woman into our field, his ex into our field, or is it And if the answer is yes, it's my stuff, then it's an opportunity to work on it. Just like Chelsea did in the subtle layers, right? But if it's not that, and there's actually something that you're tracking that's incomplete there, then there is something to hold a boundary around that doesn't feel safe or is something to be cleared. You can hold the pole of like with your partner that that there's an energy that needs to be cleared or still further dissolved. And, you know, ideally your partner is on board with you about that, you know, and in our case, it was clear and we all got to lean into edges and we all got to grow together. And it is true that Oren and I have both had the opportunity to heal different layers through being together again, because we're also being able to, we're able to affirm each other in areas that were areas of major growth for each of us while we were in the romantic partnership. He's affirming to me where he sees me growing in an area X, Y, or Z. And he's like, wow, like, in these zones, you've expanded so much. And then I'm like, wow, in these zones, you've expanded so much. So just the very action of feeling seen by each other in areas that were, we weren't able to fully see each other while we were in romantic partnership has been such a gift, 
we're like, wow, we can really uplift each other now in every area. And that feels so good. And a part of that, a huge part of that is also the respect of now you guys are in relationship in union. And I want that for him. I want that for you. I want that for life. I want that for myself when the timing is right. You know, like it's something to celebrate and to support. And it's really because I love you too. And when I'm in the truest partnership for myself, I like I'm learning so much from you in terms of standing behind your partner, you know, and looking at what is mine and then really wanting the best for him, even if it brings up discomfort in a moment. Right. And it's like, it's, it's such a, such a teaching, such a North And it's really beautiful that we're literally living into it together. We're here in Turkey. We've been here for about a week in a house all together. And it's been so fun and easy. And I feel like I have a new sister in my life, you know, as a function of this whole journey, that's been really, really deep. You know, it's been really, really deep. And my prayer for anyone listening, whether you're in Chelsea's position in the dynamic and my position in a dynamic and Oren's position in a dynamic or anywhere in between is that you're, you know, receiving something that supports your heart and your awareness in navigating the tender points and the sticky spots and also being really patient and really compassionate with yourself in the journey and on the process. And this is like, a threshold point for all of us that we're just now living into after, as you can see, a really a deep journey over the last year and a half. So I feel like that's a good place to land the ship. And I'm curious, Chelsea, if there's any last words that you want to say that you would love to speak into the space relative to, you know, union and, you know, relation healing the sister wound and just how this journey has, has unfolded and really touched you. Yeah, there's, there's an invitation here to look beyond the perception of what we know and to really feel into the truth. And there's never been a better time on the planet to heal the sisterhood wound that exists between us, especially when it comes to men, right? Because it's a lot of times comes down to men and betrayal and, and what's going on. And I think what you've shared that's so powerful is to just see it from all sides. And that's what was so important for me was to know that I'd been through this in any different way. And I could feel myself on all sides of it and to just see the the love that really exists in all spaces. And sometimes the hurt that might be creating the circumstance, but there's probably way more of a story going on in our mind than there is in reality. And so I think that there's so much of a gift that can happen when we just choose to see someone and love someone for who they are. And yeah, this entire dynamic experience, I didn't even know how healing and powerful it could be for me. And like I said, so easy and natural. And I do think that that is because we, you know, we, we have a soul resonance. Obviously we love the same man. We've loved the same man. And there's something about that, that I think we forget when we move through these dynamics of men coming in or relationships or breakups where we can be angry and frustrated, but really to see that there is, yeah, there's such a connection. And as you said, a perfect design to everything. And so there's, you know, there's an invitation for just fucking deep love and patience. Uh Yes. To the patients (laughs) at, at love and patience into the ingredient pool, you know, be surprised, you know, be open and surprised by the level of depth and connection that can happen with people that we might have never thought, wow, I could, I could really love this person in a big way. I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous to meet you or to connect with you or to have you come in and just being in your field has dissolved all edges and all fears and, you know, any, any layers of that. And so there's, there's a gift, as you know, when we meet our edges (laughs) in the dojo, in the liberation dojo of life. Uh It's true. Yeah. It's the truth, you know, to arrive in in this place. And I want to just remind and name again that, you know, it took time. 
you know, we're speaking now here from the other, for the other side of it. And there's been a lot of work that's been done on all sides and all parts with deep journey work for all of us through this process. So wherever you are in the journey, right? Like I can imagine some listening that are like maybe just going through a breakup or just, you know, touching the edge of like, there's another woman in the field. And like, like it can sound like, you know, God, like, you know, how is that ever going to happen? Or what is that even the truth? Or do I even want that? You know, and it's okay not to want that for a time. And it's okay to feel like angry and frustrated or closed or uncertain or fearful or protected, regardless, you know, if of, of, of any dynamic, right. And holding the pole of possibility, right. Is also huge. Just like Chelsea said, like, be allow the possibility that you might be surprised as time unfolds itself, as you do your work and all parties involved do their work and just allow for that patient devotional process of you focusing on you and what you need to heal. And you haven't met the you on the other side of the heartbreak journey. You haven't met the you on the other side of the romantic partnership you're in. And as that deepens and trust grows, how that you might feel about your partner being friends with his ex. You don't know the version of you that you're going to become two months from now, nevertheless, even two weeks from now, we grow so much. And so let's take the projections even off of who we think we're going to be in two weeks or two months and just allow both for full devotion to exactly where you're at in the process and also holding the pole of possibility so that, you know, life can fill in the space with surprises that transcend even what you might ever be able to expect or imagine for yourself. And I think that's what we're experiencing here. I don't know how many times either Oren and I or Chelsea and I have looked at each other and been like, wow, here we are. (laughs) That we'd all be here together in Turkey, sharing a house and co-facilitating and creating an experience like we have and like dancing on a boat and just having the best time. But here we are, we've arrived here and we're pleasantly surprised. Right. And so I'm really proud of us. I'm honoring us for the journey we've been on. And it feels so good, Chelsea, to be here with you. You are just such a magical, powerful, exquisite, extraordinary, generous woman. I'm blown away by you, by what I've seen come through you inside the exquisite experience, your facilitation, your devotion to Oren and to life itself and to truth. The way you hold the women in your containers and the work that you do in the world is extraordinary. And I really hold that you and I will continue to weave together in many ways. And I'm looking forward to all that's to come and so grateful that Oren brought you into my life. It feels really <laughs> Oh, Zahara, I love you. Yeah, the deep reflections, you know, there's there's such a fucking fierce power that lives inside of you, so much so that I really look forward to spending a lot more time with you, with and without Warren. I would love to to learn from you, to grow with you, to connect with you. And I feel, yeah, this is just the beginning of something really beautiful. So thank you. Thank you for opening your heart to me and as well, that there's just, yeah, it's, it means more than I think you'll ever know. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being on this show and sharing this journey that we've been on together with the Dojo family. And thank you all for listening and for staying present with us with such open hearts and just receiving the medicine of the journey we've been on together. So with that, we will close out this episode and I look forward to seeing all of you next time. Thank you all for creating this space to receive this transmission and for having the courage that it takes to live your life beyond the edge. If you feel the call to go deeper with me privately or explore the dojo ecosystem, the best place to start is by visiting zaharazimring.com and taking your free micro dojo. You can also find me on Instagram at Zahara Zimring, and I love hearing from you guys. So feel free to send me messages, make comments, and I will absolutely get back to you. 
I also would deeply appreciate if this episode or any of these episodes have touched your heart. Leave a review as it really supports this show in touching more hearts and more lives all around the world. Thank you for joining and I'll see you next time.